Shalom to all. Today we're going to learn Masecha Sukkah Perak Aleph Mishnah Tessa Mishnah Yod. And today's Mishnah is being learned because of Shalom is Amnud Zagasim Rasiyat Vachayit Chalosim. They should be given with a Sachat Slach and Siat Nishmaya. Go to health, Parnasa B'Shefa and Kol Tov Sela and B'Schos Esbas Rachel. She should be Zeicher to find Rizivik Hago and Bikhar of Mamish. And Mishnah Tessa starts talking about the walls of the Sukkah. Hamishal shall define as Mamal Lamata. Literally, this means someone who lowers their walls, which means that someone starts building the wall from the top of the Sukkah. Down below, he starts by the top of the frame of the sukkah and starts building one tefach, two tefachim, three tefachim, lower and lower as he's reaching towards the ground. So, if the wall ends three tefachim above the ground, psula, it's puzzle. Why is that? Because this is called gedim baikim bai. A little goat can walk right through this gap, right into a sukkah, and that would puzzle a sukkah. However, if it's less than three tefachim, so what do we say? Lavud. As we know, lavud closes gaps, and so it's viewed as if this gap is closed. Now, what about if it's the other way around? Mil mata lamala. He starts building his wall by the ground, and he's adding on one tefach, two tefachim, three tefachim, so on and so forth, going upwards. So, if the wall is 10 tefachim above the ground, kasher. Why is that? So we had mentioned this in the introduction to the Masechta. This is called good asik mechitza, that we extend and we raise this mechitza upwards. What does it mean, mechitza? So mechitza is the halachic terminology for a wall. And since we have a 10 tefach mechitza, that's enough to say good asik mechitza, that we can extend this mechitza all the way upwards, and it's viewed as if we have a full wall over here. Rabbi Yesi, and Rabbi Yesi argues and says, kashem shemil mata lamala asar tefachim, kach just like when we're starting below and we're building our wall upwards, as long as we have 10 tefachim, we say, good asik mechitzta, we view it as if it's extended all the way upwards. We say the same thing when we have the wall coming from top down. And as long as starting from the top of his sukkah downwards, he has 10 tefachim, so we say, good we view this mechitza as if it's extending and going downwards, and it's as if we have a full wall over here, and it's kosher. And lastly, the Mishnah says, If this chach is three tfachim off of the wall of the sukkah, so it's pasal. Meaning you're sitting in your sukkah, and you look upwards, and you see that there's a three tefach gap between where the wall ends and where the chach starts. So that's pasal. Why? Because we don't have lovet over here. Again, as we know, lovet closes gaps. And this three tefachim of airspace can't have lovet applied to it, so therefore it's puzzle. Now moving on to Mishnah Yod, we're going to be learning about another halacha, very unique to sukkah, called daifen akuma, which literally means bent or curved wall. And this is specifically applied when we're talking about schach puzzle. And the idea is that even if we have schach puzzle at the end of the sukkah, meaning the schach that's meeting the wall of the sukkah is puzzle schach, that will not necessarily puzzle the sukkah because we'll say daifen akuma. We just view the wall of the sukkah as if it's bent or curved, continuing into this puzzle schach, meaning the puzzle schach is basically being viewed as a wall. And then we just considered that the kosher schach is meeting up with the wall itself. And we're going to learn that the magic number over here for Daifan Akuma is Dalad Amis. So Mishnah brings a number of examples. A house that had a hole in the roof and he put Schach on the top of it. Now the easiest way to imagine this is often what people have in their homes, a skylight sukkah. A person's inside their house and they have a skylight. They open up the skylight and put Schach on top. So that's a Bayas Shenifchas Vesika Chagabov. There's a hole in the roof and there's Schach on top of it. So is that a kosher sukkah or not? And here we apply Daifan Akuma. If there's four amos in between the wall of the house and the kosher schach, 
psula, then it's possible. But if there's less than four amas between the wall of the house and the kosher schach, so then we would just say daifanakuma. It's as if the wall of the house is curved going into the ceiling of the house, meaning the ceiling slash roof of his house is being viewed as the wall, and this would be considered a kosher sukkah. Of course, he would have to be sitting underneath the part where there's schach, but it's still considered a kosher sukkah. And then we continues, v'chein chatzar sadra. The same thing would apply to a chatzar that's surrounded by awnings. Imagine you walk into a chatzar, and there's a whole bunch of attached houses all opening into this chatzar. Now, every house over the doorway has some sort of awning coming out of it. And some guy had this genius idea, hey, why don't we make this entire chatzar into a sukkah? So he takes schach, and he roofs the entire chatzar with this schach of his, stretching it from one awning to another, from this one to that one, and now he has schach over the entire chatzar. Is this a kosher sukkah or not? So it'd be the same thing. If the awnings are four amais, it wouldn't be kosher because we wouldn't be able to say daifinakuma. We wouldn't be able to view the exterior wall of the homes as if it's bending and curving into this puzzle schach, which is the awning, reaching the kosher schach. But if the awnings are less than four amais, so then we'd be able to say daifinakuma and the entire chatzar would be a kosher sukkah. Sukkah gedayla, we have a large sukkah. It doesn't have to be a large sukkah, like in your mind conjure up some sort of giant sukkah. It just means that we have at least the minimum size kosher schach, which is seven by seven tfachim, and the rest of the sukkah could be much bigger than that. And what happened? He had surrounded the top of the sukkah with something that he's not allowed to use as schach, meaning with pasul schach. So, Tachtav is four amais, it's pasul, meaning if in between the wall of the sukkah and the kosher schach, there's four amais of pasul schach, so it's pasul, because we can't say daifanakuma. But if there's less than four amis of pasul schach, so we say daifanakuma, the wall of the sukkah is considered curving into this pasul schach, and it would be okay to sit underneath this kosher schach. We're going to stop here for the day, pick up tomorrow with Mishnah Yud Aleph and Parak Bey's Mishnah Aleph. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.